time for X's and O's with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer on the Minnesota Vikings radio network. Now from the TCO studios in Egan, here is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network is underway. The show is courtesy of U.S. Bank, honoring the Vikings' 60 greatest fans this season. And uh, this week, we are happy to kick it off with Minnesota Vikings general manager Rick Spielman. Vikings set to play the Houston Texans, noon for the boom on the fan. That's this Sunday. And uh, Rick joins us now. Um, hey, Rick, uh, first to you guys. What what have you seen from the Vikings staff in terms of adapting quickly given the nature of the world? Uh, you know, just talking about everything that happened this week. And uh, we got a call on Tuesday that there were some positives from Tennessee staff and a few players coming out of the game. They tested positive for COVID-19. I think the NFL, the NFLPA has really done a fantastic job uh, preparing us for all the protocol, our ITER plan, uh, all the emergency things that we had to put in place once we found out that some of the Tennessee staff and players tested positive. So at 9 o'clock, we got the call from the league. Eric Sugarman got the call. He came up to my office. We talked to Dr. Sills. We implemented the plan. By 10 o'clock, we had everybody out of the building. It's a huge game plan day for the coaches, but we were able to adjust to get them out of the building, get them set up so they can meet virtually. And by 1 o'clock, we were back functioning again. So it's a great job by everybody in the building uh, doing their part to keep it as normal as possible. Uh, today, we're out of the building. Uh, tomorrow, we're expected back in. Uh, we're going to have to go through some pro more stringent pro protocol, a little bit uh, deeper into everything that we're doing. We're going to have to get tested twice as we come back in the building. Um, so we are going through the normal procedures of getting prepared for the game. I know Coach Zimmer uh, does not look at this or anything as any excuses. Uh, I feel very confident, and he knows that he's got, he'll have this team ready to go on Sunday, regardless of the circumstances that we're dealing with right now. Uh, there's no question that them and the coaching staff and the players will be excited to play on Sunday. Now, involving your essentials to keep the game going, the uh, the level of respect, Rick, you have for protocol and safety, no matter their opinion of what's requested, it it, it seems like everybody's being a good soldier. Yeah, no, we've been very good. Um, you know, trying to follow the protocol has been set in place. The number one priority is the health and safety of our players, our coaches, our entire staff, and their families. We don't want to get anyone sick. So in order to do that and minimize the risk as much as possible, you have to follow the protocol. And there's a lot of science behind everything that's been put in place that shows that if you follow through and do the right things, social distancing, washing your hands, wearing your mask, uh, you know, with our contact tracers, uh, and making sure that we're keeping away from each other, that we can continue to have a 16-game season. So uh, we'll do some extra, even more this week, just because of us being potentially exposed uh, from the Tennessee players and staff. But as of right now, we have no positive tests, uh, and we'll get ready to go tomorrow. And through this whole thing, you guys are kind of innocent bystanders in, in the Titans' COVID situation. So let me ask you this. The, the Texans practiced today. You guys didn't. Why is that fair? 
I think that if you talk to the league, um, and I know I've been in situations throughout my career, is that they have a little bit of background on this from when teams can't practice if there's a hurricane that comes through, you know, down in Miami or New Orleans, the uh, fires that are out west. Um, you know, so I think that talking it through with the league, they know how long and what a team needs to get prepared to get ready to play a game on Sunday. Uh, Coach Zim's adjusting his schedule, so we'll have tomorrow, Thursday, we'll have a Wednesday-type day in practice. On Friday, we'll have a Thursday-type day in practice. And on Saturday, usually it's a mock game, we'll do a, a watered-down version of our Friday practice. But we're not going to look at this as any type of excuse. Uh, and Coach Zim told the players that this morning in a team meeting. Uh, it's all of our, all the jobs to get prepared for this game, uh, put in the extra time you need, and let's go down there and get a win on Sunday. Minnesota Vikings general manager Rick Spielman on X's and O's, trainer Eric Sugarman the next segment. Now, uh, with, with my Vikings Entertainment Network work that I do at Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center, I might see 3% of the building two or three times a week, but I still can tell from afar just how stringently and seriously the safety protocols are, are being managed at Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center. It just, just how, how deeply do, does safety go in that facility? Well, we've quarantined off the building uh, where all the players and coaches, what we call tier one and tier two employees, which are basically all the football operations and uh, from everywhere else in the building after every meeting, Every table is wiped down. Uh, we have a cleaning schedule, and not just from the, the maintenance crews and, and everybody else. Everybody pitches in. I have scouts pitch in. I pitch in. After the meetings and the players are out, we go in there and scrub everything down before the next meetings begin. Uh, the way we get our food in the cafeteria, the one-way hallways, in and out, uh, going in one entrance, coming out the same entrance. So. There are a lot, of, a lot of protocol in place. You don't walk into that building without having a contact tracer on. When we go on the road, when we're on the bus, when we're on the airplane, when we're in a hotel, we always have our contact tracers on so we can find out if there's been anyone in close contact that may have been affected. We're following all the CDC guidelines. And um, the biggest thing, too, is the mask and how important it is to have masks on. And you see our coaches out of practice wearing masks. You know, you saw some of the stuff that happened in the NFL. They sent out a memo, another memo today reemphasizing how important it is to have some kind of face covering on. Um, so as long as you try to do everything the right way, and I know uh, we're trying to do everything the right way, you're going to minimize risk and hopefully not have an outbreak. And And then they leave the facility and live life. So – I mean, it's a constant worry, right? I would imagine you implement in minds, all right, we're doing this well, but when you leave, you have to do it better. Yeah, and it's just being responsible um, when, you, when you leave the building at night. And I think we have a great group of guys in the locker room that understand how significant uh, this, uh, this is. You know, you're dealing with a pandemic, and you want to make sure that when you go home that not only you're taking care of yourself but your family as well. So I think we have a lot of people that uh, in our building and including our players that uh, are trying to do everything they can 
to minimize the risk. Now, you guys didn't beat Tennessee, but Justin Jefferson kind of stole the show with uh, with that big performance. What um, what have you liked about Justin up to that game and having no preseason, virtual offseason, and the way he has adapted? He's just, uh, from the beginning, when he stepped into the building when we first started, you can see that he has some unique ability. And his ability to adjust, to learn the offense on the, on the fly, as most of these young guys are trying to do right now, um, and, but just his natural ability to catch the ball, how quickly after he catches the ball he gets it upfield, you see that he has explosive playmaking ability. And I think the more we evolve as a football team with all the young players, we're getting better and better every week. And you're going to see a lot, not only him, and what he was able to perform at, the level he performed at this week, but a lot of these rookies you see growing and continue to grow uh, as they get, get game experience. How is Ezra Cleveland coming along? He's been great. Uh, I know the coaches are excited about uh, his progress. You know, he was a left tackle his career in college. Um, first time he lined up at guard. Uh, so that's a huge adjustment from going from left tackle inside to a guard position. Uh, just because of how quickly everything happens uh, a lot sooner than it does when you're out of tackle and protecting the edge. But he's adapted very well, very smart, bright kid, and uh, I think he's going to get his opportunity here shortly as well. Time for two more. Now, with uh, your new defensive end, Unique Ngakwe, um, I have respect for the transition. In other words, when the trade took place, he's uprooted, gets here, we're in the pandemic, and, and just everything involved with changing and moving so with that transition in mind how is he coming along through three i think you've seen you know uh the steps he made from week one because that was the first week he got in here um to where he was in week two and, and then and continues to get better in week three the other thing not only all the transition and uh from moving and and getting situated up here dealing with a pandemic everything else, but he also has to learn what we do from a defensive scheme standpoint, what we do from a technique standpoint, because it's totally different than what he has doing, that he, what he was doing down in Jacksonville. So you're starting to see him. Adre, I know, has been spending a lot of extra time with him. The kid is truly a pro's pro. He wants to get better. He wants to go out there and prove that he's one of the best in the league, and he comes in with that attitude every day. Uh, last one, Rick. Thank you very much. Um, how is your level of patience with this team, given the injuries and the youth? Well, I knew, you know, we have a, a young ball club, especially, a, a, you know, and you look at the defensive side, and those guys are learning the scheme on the fly, but also the coaches are learning what these guys' strengths and weaknesses are, too. So Zim's doing a great job, and the coaches are doing a great job trying to adjust some things uh, to help these guys. Uh, but they're also learning what the players can do. So the first week uh, they did some things, and some guys can do good, and they can't do good in this other area. So they make adjustments. And even though last week we didn't win, um, you've seen us. I think we were very good on third downs. Red zone was excellent last week. Um, so I think with Zim's point of emphasis this week is just eliminating the big plays on first and second down. Uh, but you're seeing a lot of progress when you come in on Monday and watch the tape, and I think that's going to start translating into some wins. Rick, thank you very much for the time, and have a good day. 
Thanks for having me on. Rick Spielman, general manager for the Minnesota Vikings, kicking off X's and O's. Uh, Coming up next, athletic trainer Eric Sugarman. But uh, first, it's game day any day. Play the new Viking scratch game from the Minnesota Lottery. Top prize, $100,000. Are you game? Just say, I'm in. Get details at mnlottery.com. And also, Vikings fans, purchase any 20-ounce Pepsi-branded product from Quick Trip with your rewards card to enter the Vikings opening drive sweepstakes. No purchase necessary. See stores for details. It's X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network continues. Hey, in celebration of 60 seasons, the Vikings are selecting fans for the 60 Greatest Fans team. It's presented by U.S. Bank. Nominate yourself or someone else today at vikings.com slash 60fans. Uh, Eric Sugarman is the vice president of sports medicine and uh, head athletic trainer for the Minnesota Vikings, and he joins us now. Shug, Paul Allen, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me. No problem, Bud. Have you um, have you memorized every word on the CDC website? <laughs> you know, I, I read it at night. It's uh, it's really good. It helps me go to sleep. <laughs> uh, and and finally, I is your your business card? Is it an eight by ten with VP Sports <laughs> Medicine, head athletic trainer, and now we add IFCO. I don't think people use business cards anymore, so no. <laughs> hey, some of us are still on AOL, ma'am. All right, um, Shug, COVID and the serious nature of everything, just stream your consciousness. What have you learned during the process and uh, being part let's, legitimately of a case study, what's transpiring now with the Titans and you guys? Well, you know, every day is a new day, and uh, you never know what's going to be dealt to you each and every day with this virus. And and that goes for you, um, people in your family, people in society, and the Minnesota Vikings. And, uh, you know, we saw that uh, very real yesterday when I got a phone call um, in the morning from Dr. Alan Sills and uh, told me we had to shut down our facility because uh, the Tennessee Titans were having uh, an outbreak. Okay, and now speaking of outbreaks, but with COVID nineteen, you know, right into training camp, you you got bit. So you know, you actually had it. What 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 did it feel like? Like what was it like? Well, I, I first of all, it's embarrassing that the ICO who just spent a day with Peter King a couple of days later test positive for COVID. But <laughs> I think I have to thank one of my family members for that, who will go nameless. Um, I felt like uh, the night when I got sick that Linval, Joseph, Shamar, Stefan, uh, and maybe Anthony Barr tackled me at the same time. Um, the, the body aches were, were unbelievably intense, um, made me take my temperature, realized I had a fever, and then uh, within a day lost all uh, sense of taste and about 50% uh, sense of smell. Um, but I will say after about 48 hours, I really was feeling normal, except for the lack of taste and smell, which lasted uh, very long. Jeez. Now you have it back now? I feel like I have um, my taste back 
and my smell back Good. probably about 75%. Okay, and, and to avoid this because it's so unpredictable, the enhanced protocols at Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center. I read the Peter King piece. I'm there three days a week. So, so I know how vigilant you guys are, but explain the enhanced protocols. Yeah, I mean, you know, our building, um, you know, when this all started and when we realized the players were going to come back, and you know, you know really uh, t- took a completely different look um, from arrows in the hallway to make sure people only go one way to labels uh, and, and asking people not to use elevators to changing all the meeting rooms as far as, uh, you know, the auditorium, which seats 175, now only seats 42 uh, so that there's more six feet distance uh, between every area. Um, it, it's intense, and it's done with one thing in mind, and that is to keep uh, our players, coaches, and staff safe and healthy and their families. And, um, Paul, when the players return tomorrow, because we got the green light for that, um, you know, we will have enhanced protocols. We are going to have increased testing. We're going to do what's called a point-of-care test, which is uh, the same nose swab that you've been getting when you get tested, except you get the results in in 20 minutes. Uh, you do give up a, a slight bit of accuracy on those, but we'll also do a the PCR test. Uh, we will be doing increased symptom checks on the guys and certainly increased uh, PP, which is personal protective equipment, things like uh, face coverings and social distance. Minnesota Vikings, uh, well-respected head athletic trainer, Eric Sugarman is on X's and O's discussing uh, the events of the week with the Minnesota Vikings currently scheduled to play the Houston Texans boom at noon on the fam. Uh, now, I mean, you're, you're very blessed with the jobs you have and, and you, you've worked extremely hard to be where you are now. So with that said, are you ever able to totally relax given all, all that you're you're the point person for all of this can you ever really relax no um and and this is not i'm not issuing a complaint because this is what i signed up for um the hardest part for me since covid is that when someone if someone tests positive i am the person along with uh one of our team docs that gets alerted and you know, every morning I wake up, I grab my phone and see if I have that message because I missed the text um, that alerts me that the player's positive or staff member because I have to immediately react and make sure that that person doesn't come in to TCOPC, is quarantined, and then goes through all the other steps that they have to go through, um, not to mention immediately do a contact tracing report, um, et cetera. So, and, and don't forget, I do all this along with my day job, hmm. um, which is take care of these athletes and make sure that we have uh, healthy players uh, on the football field to help help our team. Well, and you look at the COVID curveballs, and there probably are some screwballs around the corner. You got no idea, but you had those false positives in August. And then now you guys are kind of the bystander net next to, you know, another team where it started. So the, the, the curveballs of COVID just keep coming. Yeah, you never know uh, what's going to come next, and every minute's a new minute. And you know what? We're just going to deal with it as it comes. Thankfully, you know, the NFL, the NFLPA uh, have prepared us very well with uh, science-based protocols to react and respond um, to these emergencies. And we have things like ITERS, which is an infectious disease emergency response plan. Um, you know, we, we're ready to go. So, you know, we'll take whatever comes. We'll handle it. We won't use it as an excuse. And uh 
we'll go. Eric, uh, in closing, uh, your staff. I mean, like when somebody goes down for the Vikings or even another team like with Taylor Luan, I saw you run out there in the Titans game. Uh, many people are familiar with you, but your staff. It's because you know, I know them personally. It's a great given, uh, giving staff. They're wonderful people dedicated to their work. And they they have to be big now, right? Because you have so much to do. Yeah, they. You know, I, I give them all the credit, and you know, I, I, you know, like Coach Zimmer and Rick are the the face of the football operation. Obviously, on the face of the sports medicine operation, but I couldn't do it without them. And 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 it goes deeper. You know, you have Rob Roach, who's been with me. He was a student of mine at Westchester. Hmm. We've known each other for over two decades. And you know, I have Dave Jancy. I have Amanda DeCanick. I have. Matt Duhamel, who we stole back from the Timberwolves, and my intern, Andrus Armstrong. They're, they're phenomenal. And uh, they deserve all the credit, not to mention there is no question we have the best team physicians in the business, um, led by Dr. Sheldon Burns and Chris Larson and on and on. So we're, we're so fortunate and blessed. The care that we are able to provide these players, um, you know, we're very lucky. Uh, Eric, that was terrific. Stay safe, and I'll see you soon, okay? All right, Paul. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. See you, bud. Eric Sugarman, head athletic trainer for the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, that puts a wrap on X's and O's. Vikings currently scheduled to play the Houston Texans Sunday at noon. And, uh, you know, make sure to listen to 9 to Noon Radio tomorrow, beginning with the Power Trip at 530 in the morning, KFAN and uh, KFAN.com. For those of you on the uh, Vikings Radio Network, for any updates on if anything changes with the Vikings and the Texans, you know, fairly you have COVID and incubation. So, granted, these individuals test six times a week, but they still, you know, with the incubation process, you still kind of got to sweat until you get, you know, four or five days removed from said process. Uh, it's all uh, very confusing. I'm Paul Allen. Thank you for listening to X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network.